0: Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at WealthCare.com. That's WealthCare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now.
1: Hello, along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White. Coming up on the show today, could the value of your home be holding back your retirement? What some of the presidential candidates are saying about Social Security. The founder of Amazon makes a move that many of us can relate to. And there's a new list out of the best places to retire in the U.S. And the top five are all in the same state. Can you guess which one? It's coming up later. You have plenty of time to think about that, but see if you're right when we get to that story today. Hello, Bruce.
0: And I don't even know the answer yet, so this is going to be interesting.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to start today with Eric Armstead. He's a star defensive lineman. He plays for the 49ers. Okay. He did something very interesting recently. He showed his pay stub on social media. Ooh. Yeah. How often <laughs> wow. does anyone do that? I don't care what you
0: make. Yeah, Exactly.
1: His idea is that he wanted to give some advice about tax deductions. He wanted to show the impact of taxes, however often he gets paid, on your paycheck. And he had some, I think, interesting tips. He showed his gross earnings over $4 million. And then went on to show how much he pays in taxes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think that's kind of an important lesson. Do you agree?
0: The lesson here is, think about it. This is his job. This is what he does. And along with, you know, hundreds of millions of other Americans, he gets a net paycheck. Now, what he's done is he has sat down and said, hmm, I thought I made more than that. Where did it really go? All of a sudden you see, well, this much went for taxes. Here's here's federal taxes, here's state taxes, here's health care, here's security, here's all these things, you know. And that happens every day every week, you know, every week, or every two weeks, or every month, to our military people, to all of our first responders, it happens to everybody who has a job, who works, who earns a paycheck. We live on the net of how much we get at the end of the day, and that other stuff, for most people, is really an afterthought. It's not something that, that they pay attention to. But in retirement, you're looking at that nest egg, that half million dollars, million dollars, two million dollars that you and typically your spouse have worked and accumulated and saved for all these years, and, you know, you don't have a paycheck anymore. The paycheck is gone. There's no pension check. There's no systematic check every month unless, you know, you're eligible at that point for Social Security. So, you know, where do you get the rest of the money? You have to dip into your nest egg. And when you do that, you don't dip in there and say, I want $4,000 this month to live on. You don't take out $4,000. You know, you have to say, how much do I have to take out? I have to take out 5500 and send $1,500 off for taxes you took 5500 out of your pile of cash and only got $4,000 of tangible, in-your-hand benefit. People think when they hit retirement that however much they need, they just say, oh, that's how much I'll get out of my nest egg because that's how much I need. They're used to a net income and the taxes were automatic. Mm-hmm. It's something that happened routinely, it happened automatically, out of sight, out of mind. In retirement, it's not that way. This will probably surprise you. I would say that probably... 20 to 25% of the people we sit down with that are nearing retirement. And we start talking about, you know, okay, this is portion of the income is going to come from your IRAs or 401k assets or 403b or whatever. So we have to take out this amount. So have withdrawals for 90,000 to get us 68,000. And they're like, what are you talking about? Uh (laughs) I thought that was all tax-free. It's like, no, it's not tax-free. You know, you said you'd pay taxes later and welcome to now is later.
1: I think one of the most important lessons that he he highlights here is that if you are still working and you're still getting that paycheck, make sure that the deductions are correct. Mm-hmm. you know something because you're right. It's just automatic and how often do you check it and make sure <laughs> that you did what you intended to do when you turned in all the paperwork?
0: Yeah, if you're out there and you're still working, if you're not within five years of retirement, if you're 10, 15, 20, 30 years out, I cannot stress enough now with the, the SECURE Act 2 changes that have come out is look real hard and put your contributions that you're contributing for retirement, put them into the Roth mm-hmm. IRA, not the traditional 401k. Put them into the Roth section and you say, well, Bruce, wait a second, I'm going to pay taxes now. You pay taxes once and never again. So think of that money growing you know you're never paying taxes again and growing over the next 10 15 20 years you know that's going to be a lot more money for you and how many tax increases are going to occur and that same wisdom of sorts applies to retirees you know if you're retired and and you say well you know I'm, i'm going to do it yourself or on my finances or i'm working with an advisor but the advisor is only giving you investment advice the single biggest opportunity to maximize your lifetime retirement wealth probably isn't growing it in the stock market. It's probably smart tax planning because you've got the income taxes, you've got taxes on social security, you have the taxes that don't ever be paid by a surviving spouse at a higher tax rate. You have the taxes that will be paid by your kids. So this pool of money that you've saved gets eroded pretty hard by the government. And as the government increases the rates, they grab that tax knob and turn it up higher rates. That means more for the government, less for you. So Now's the time to sit down and say, look, how much can I keep for myself instead of giving it to the government? You know, I want smart tax planning where I pay the government the least possible over my retirement. I pay my taxes, but what is a strategy to significantly reduce that that tax bill? And over a lifetime, if you've saved a million dollars, for example, we find that the tax savings between not having a plan and having a plan – is sometimes two, three, even four hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Now I don't know about you, who doesn't want an extra two hundred thousand dollars during their retirement years? You know, so there's a cushion for long-term care. There's a cushion for higher healthcare costs. There's a cushion for unexpected expenses that can occur. So these things are all important, but what are they being funded by? Better investment returns? No, they're being funded by smart forward-looking tax management.
1: And you know, Bruce, saving is really just not enough. People think that if they have that big chunk in their 401k, their Roth whatever, that they have enough. Say they have Mm $500,000 saved for retirement. Is -hmm. that enough to get you all the way through maybe two or three decades?
0: In most cases, it's not. I blame the financial industry for training us this way mentally is, you know, we do quick math in our heads and we say, oh, okay, my wife and I have saved a million dollars for retirement. So, let's see a million dollars at six percent would pay us sixty thousand a year. So, if I'm getting sixty thousand a year from that money, plus I'm getting social security, and she's getting social Security, we're walking down Easy Street. Why is and, that wrong? First of all, the sixty thousand dollars you're getting, you can't take that out and get it unless you send Uncle Sam fifteen thousand of it. <laughs> you know, so now it became 45,000. That's a whole different number. Whenever somebody retires from a state, they typically go, oh man, I'm making as much money in my pension as I was making working. And I said, that's great. I said, about five years later, they're going, I'm doing okay. 10 years, yeah, I'm all right. 15, you know, boy, I'll tell you the money don't go like it used (laughs) to. And at 20, they're going, I think I'm going to be a Walmart reader. And I wasn't planning on that. That's the power of erosion due to inflation. You know, so when you start combining these things that I think are very realistic going forward, you're not going to see monster double-digit returns in the market. I think you're going to see a very subdued series of returns in the market, and you're certainly going to have some down downturns with with world events, things like that. You're going to have lesser returns, increased inflation. You're going to have higher taxes. I don't know if there's any question about that. You know, and then there's there's a big question mark with social security. So, this is the one thing that is unarguable. The one goal that every single retiree shares is. I want to get the most possible value over my lifetime from the nest egg that I have accumulated. Regardless of how big the nest egg is, regardless of your situation, everybody wants to get the most value, the most money out of it. And I, would you agree with that? Of course. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's just a given. It's just common sense. Then the second part of that is you cannot, it is impossible to achieve that goal of getting the most value long-term out of your nest egg if you do not. Take advantage of every single opportunity that fits your situation to maximize that wealth. You know, it's kind of like going into the restaurant and they mistakenly hand you the kiddie menu. And that's all they give you is the kids' menu. And you go, okay, well, then I'll take this because that's the only opportunities they gave you. Or they can give you the real menu, you know, that has, okay, down here's the kids' stuff. But now you have all these other things. You kind of go, oh, well, I would choose that, cream corn, and I want the potatoes, and I want the sauce, and I want... So, okay, so now you have that choice. But, you know, I've been to some nice restaurants, and I've been a speaker at different events where they have, like, a separate banquet room that we go into, and they have a VIP menu. Some of these are places I've eaten at, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm kind of like wait a minute, I never knew you had green peppercorn sauce to go with, with medallions. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I like that, you know, or you see these additional offerings, but it, they're kind of like VIP level menu items. They're not on the menu, they hand to the public. So you cannot maximize that lifetime benefit that you want to get from your retirement estate if you don't take advantage of all the opportunities. You need to see the VIP menu. What are all the opportunities? And maybe some of those opportunities are not available to you as a do-it-yourself or maybe some of those opportunities are not available to your current advisor for one reason or another, whether they work at a bank or an insurance company or a Wall Street firm, you know, and you've got to say, I want the best for me. And that's really, that's the freedom. That's what, that's the why we launched Wealthcare in 1996 is because You know, I I basically had that VIP menu that I used with wealthy people that had significant wealth, significant assets. But these were things that were not made available to the general public. These were things that were not offered in most financial plans. And, And so I said, okay, well, wouldn't it make sense to offer that level of planning, that level of opportunities to the average consumer? Because everybody wants to get the most out of their money, not just wealthy people. That's right. And that's the wealth care story. But that's the key. And four or five of those opportunities are not Related to your investments and their performance. They're related to the taxation of your money, and taxes are so relevant. They are probably center stage of the conversation for retirement plan because you can have income or you can have tax free income. That's a big deal. You can still have the same investments, but the type of account you use, you can get that return and keep all of it for you and your family instead of sharing it with Uncle Sam. That's a big deal. So I want to maximize my income, but I don't want to give any to Uncle Sam. Well, that's what tax free income is. I don't want to lose control and have forced taxation from required distributions that start after I turn 73. I don't want to have forced taxation of money, taking money out and being taxed on money that I don't really need. Whenever you die, then the surviving spouse automatically has a higher tax rate for the same dollars they're pulling out. They typically have lost an income stream from Social Security, so what do they do? They need to take more money out of the IRA and now pay a higher tax rate. And then there are some stealth taxes where their eligibility for certain levels of Medicare go down, where they might be paying more for the same Medicare coverage. They may have hit a tripwire and pay more taxes on their Social Security. So you can see the layers. All of these things change for a surviving spouse. That's why they call it the widow tax trap. And then you have, you know, inevitably... I don't know when I'm going to leave this earth, but any residue that's in my retirement account, I don't want to pay extra to accomplish this during my lifetime, but maybe smart tax planning, the byproduct will be that more money will go to my family that I worked hard for and less will go to Uncle Sam. And that's a big deal. Forward-looking tax management is center stage. And if you're not doing that, if you don't have that today... You cannot maximize the lifetime benefit from your nest egg. You're not taking advantage of all the opportunities out there, period.
1: Would you like to get the VIP treatment? Then you can call. Here's the number, 888-888-5601, 888 888 5601. If you call that number, you can connect with Bruce and the team at Wealthcare and dive deeper into everything he just talked about. And that's important as we end the year. You can start the new year with a retirement plan that's tailored just to you. 888-888-5601. A lot more coming up on the show today. We'll give you one reason that Jeff Bezos is moving his family all the way across the country, bringing all your financial puzzle pieces together, and the debate over raising the age for Social Security benefits. All that and more as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues.
2: What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? your nest eggs financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio at the Wealthcare investment center a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher level planning and management strategies for your wealth our proven strategies can help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets reduce your retirement taxes and build a more durable plan for your retirement income We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a fresh diagnosis because managing your wealth can be just as important as managing your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online. That's WealthKARE.com.
1: This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. That's the theme from Seinfeld. I'm playing it for no particular reason. I just think that, you know, some TV theme songs are just so recognizable. You hear that, you know, instantly.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just it it isn't amazing that that we have that imprinted in us. And and Mm -hmm. it can be something from from 40 years ago. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. This one just kind of got me is. So you realize now the Beatles and the Rolling Stones are in the top 10 billboard chart right now. And the first last time that happened was 56 years ago.
1: Wow. Well, you know, earlier in the show, I mentioned that your home's value could be too high when you're ready Mm -hmm. to retire. And I found that article in Barron's. They say the answer to that, could be yes, it is possible, especially if you plan to sell, buy a smaller, less expensive home and if you're planning to have money left over to put in the bank for your retirement. Because there are a lot of factors right now that are kind of standing in the way of that plan. Do you find, Bruce, that there are people who look at their home as their retirement nest egg?
0: A lot of people. More than I ever want to see, to be honest with you. Because, you know, we, we go through life sometimes, I think, with blinders on. And you only see what's directly in front of you. You don't see anything off to the side. And, and home values is one of the big ones because... Any anybody who came through the depression, you know, depression. We call it depression era mentality. Is you know everybody says, you know, oh, everybody lost their house in the depression. Everybody lost their house in the depression. Everyone lost their house. You know, so it, you know it becomes very a very big deal. I mean, sometimes very counterproductive financially. Where we see people that will liquidate, you know, six figures out of their retirement accounts and put it into their house owning a home isn't just paying the mortgage you know if you have no mortgage you still have the taxes you still have the upkeep you still have all these things so there's a lot of things that goes on with your house, but you see that as a primary asset. And we hear this all the time. Well, you know, I think I can sell my house for $550,000 and we want to downsize. And you go, okay, that's great. And then they find out that where they want to downsize to, the house is going to be three fifty or four hundred. You know, and they're going, that just seems like a lot of money for that size house. Well, as much as your house is appreciated, those ones have also, if you want to be in a decent neighborhood. So there's just a lot of things that they go, wait a second. I thought we were going to have money in the bank by making this move and selling our house and downsizing to a smaller house. And in most cases, that is not the case. That's not what happens. And it really changes the the planning dynamic because mentally they were ready to do it, but financially they find that it's it's not advantageous.
1: You never know what obstacles are going to be in your way as you head toward and into retirement. And that's why I think what you do is so interesting. You look at all the variables, you stress test everything, And I think in some cases, it's probably pretty surprising to people.
0: Well, it's honesty. Math has no emotion. One of the cautionary warnings we give people right up front, we say, look, we will never sugarcoat anything to you. We're going to be right up front about it. And even if they say, that's fine with me, that's what I'm looking for, you go, well, let me tell you, you may not like that answer when you get it. Would you get into a car with no map and no GPS and say, you know, we're going to go cross country and see something? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm sure you will see things you will, but you may not get the value out of that trip you were looking for. So, what are the opportunities out there? But you've got to be smart about your planning. You've got to have a plan. Only 40% of the people out there have a written retirement plan. And even then, they're still not encompassing all the different opportunities. And most don't have any form of advanced tax planning as part of that plan. So, you're probably looking at less than 10% of retirees in America have a plan that truly is is custom fit to their situation and looking at all the different opportunities that include the multiple opportunities and benefits of the tax planning. So, you know, we have people that'll say, okay, I wanna sell my house here and maybe they have rental properties that they're selling, which are not their primary homes, so there's a certain special tax treatment there, but but I want to buy a place at the beach. Okay, well, let's, let's move this tax maneuver. Again, your plan is custom fit to you, but you've got to invest the time to understand your situation today and where you're going.
1: Bruce, I'd like to address another probably reluctance on the part of a lot of people about engaging with a financial advisor Mm -hmm. because they may not really know what a financial advisor does or can do for them. And there may be a certain hesitance too, because they don't really know what to ask.
0: There's a lot of horror stories out there, to be fair. I'm not a big fan of the financial industry. Wealthcare is we always say, you know, we're kind of, you know, anti financial industry <laughs> you know, because the financial industry is, is really a giant sales machine. And people are smart enough today and well informed to where they know that. So why do I want to sit down with somebody who wants to sell me something? I think I can do this myself. Or what do I expect from a financial advisor? The key is So many things that we talk about and and the response we get from people, and this is how we've learned and elevated to where we're at, is they say, Bruce, that's important. And I never would have even thought to ask the question. I'm glad you brought that to the forefront. And there's nothing that we do that is not something that they would do if they had the information in front of them. Most of the times they don't have that. It's something which you would not need in a sales process. But, you know, we want to be honest about the numbers. People have have great ideas. Uh, As I say, you know, we find the people that save a lot of money and and have done very well putting money back for their retirement. Truthfully, they're the people that that it's a challenge to get them to spend it. (laughs) Then you have people that are great spenders. You run their numbers and say, you know, you can't continue to spend at this level or you will implode. You know, your retirement plan will not work out. Who wants to hear that news? You know, you don't want to hear that. We're predicated on honesty. And, and, And that honesty is that we're going to give you both sides of the coin in all of our discussions. Here are the pluses of doing this. Here are the minuses of doing this because there is no perfect plan. But if we can open other doors for you. That you've not been able to open for yourself or other advisors have not opened for you. And I think that's the key. Are most investment advisors are most financial people worth the fee that they're charging people? If it's a total unknown as to what they're doing or what what can be expected, you can't put your finger on a tangible value, then I think the answer to that is yes. But if, if you're looking at something and somebody says, you know, here's all the things that we're doing for you and here's all the value in the different areas, what's it costing you not to take advantage of that opportunity? What's it costing for you not to have tax planning as part of your retirement? That's the question that you should be asking yourself and saying, you know, on left hand, you're trying to make money on your investments. But then over here, you're losing money and giving money away that you don't have to with unnecessary taxes because you didn't do the tax planning. So you want to have that balanced approach and finding an advisor that will do all of that is typically exclusive to the wealthy. That's why Wealthcare, we open that door for people. We talked last week on the show, that's why there's a half million dollar trigger point in there. It's not that we wouldn't benefit people that have less than a half million dollars, and we're not trying to be greedy, but the fact is because of the tax management and the tax planning forward-looking process, it really starts to kick in and have significant value if you've saved $500,000 or more for your retirement. So that's what you can expect from Wealthcare, which is what you probably aren't going to find with most advisors.
1: Well, you can call right now and make an appointment with Bruce and his team at Wealthcare and talk about all of these things and get your retirement plan really honed in. It's 888-888-5601. And if you'd missed that number, don't worry, we're going to give it to you again in just a moment. But first, here's what's ahead. The GOP presidential candidates talk Social Security and age, and we'll also talk about the most highly rated cities for retirement as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues.
3: What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at Wealthcare.com. That's Wealthcare.com.
2: Wealthcare.com. Say that there must be a catch Will you walk away from a pool and his money
1: This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I am Cheryl White. Bruce, what to do about Social Security?
0: Nobody has pondered that question <laughs> any, at, at, at all.
1: Yeah, that's why I brought it up, because nobody's <laughs> talking about it. Um <laughs> In the uh, third Republican presidential primary debate, which was hosted, of course, by NBC, two candidates said that they are in favor of raising the retirement age. Now, I could play that for you, but it, it's a, it's a long cut of both of them saying, and I'm talking about uh, Chris Christie and Nikki Haley saying that they're in favor of it. Are you surprised by that?
0: A long cut. Of politicians talking in lots of hot air. I'm shocked. Where did you find such Would a you thing? like to hear it? Because I could wipe <laughs> no. it for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's poll the listeners. No. Okay. Raise good. your hands. They, they, they okay. don't want to hear it. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying this for a long time. That's the bottom line. We're living longer. I have to be fair. I mean, when I talk to young people and I talk to people that are children of clients of ours. Most of them have said, I'm not planning on Social Security even being so interestingly they are kind of in that that mental preparatory stage and maybe that's been the political agenda of the way they talk about this but i've said you know in order to make this thing work the problem is like i say for my son bruce and for chris you know they're they're approximately 40 So, you know, what you're looking at is a later age where you could enter Social Security. Does that mean you can't retire till you enter Social Security? No. Again, you you have a comprehensive plan and you run the numbers, you know. And we do that now for people. One of the big questions they have is, when should I take Social Security? And the answer that we give is is quite different than a lot of firms because a lot of firms are trying to woo you in the door now with these free Social Security reports, Social Security maximization strategies, Social Security maximization programs. And all it is is a two- or three-page printout that says, here's what Social Security looks like if you take it here. Here's what it looks like if you take it here. And we assume you're going to die here. And there's the word, assume. The only way you truly get the most money out of Social Security is knowing the day you're going to die, well, that's not going to happen. The problem with it is, is that you're only talking about social security. Like when they say, you know, we want to change the retirement age, they're not talking about the age you can retire at. They're talking about the age that you can begin drawing benefits from the government from social security, which is your plan because you contributed into it. Okay. It's your money. They want to push the age out to when you can start accessing money that you had to put away from your paycheck on a mandatory basis. And obviously, that upsets people. The second part of that is if you only look at Social Security. What well, you say? Okay, I'm going to wait until I'm 70 to take Social Security. We hear that from a lot of clients, and I say, okay, but in the meantime, where are you getting the money to live on? Well, you're taking it out of your IRAs, and we've talked enough about taxes to where you know every dollar you take out of the IRA that you need for income, you're going to actually take out a dollar fifteen or a dollar twenty because you got to send money to Uncle Sam. So that dollar of income you were going to get from Social Security. To replace it with money out of the IRA, it's gonna cost you a dollar fifteen or a dollar twenty. There's a premium cost on that. And if you're gonna do that for say four years or five years because you elected to delay Social Security, then you really have to live long enough to replenish not to hit that break even not only on social security, but for all the money you took out of your IRA. The right answer is how we do it at Wealthcare is let's look at different claiming strategies for Social Security, but let's look at how it impacts the overall impact to your retirement nest egg, where you're getting your income from, and what portion of that is going to be funded by Social Security or delayed until it's funded by Social Security, and which plan is optimum for your situation. It shouldn't be based on Social Security alone.
1: That's such an important distinction there. The age you could take Social Security is not the age necessarily that you can retire.
0: Absolutely correct.
1: I love that. So 888-888-5601 is the number to call if you'd like to talk about really getting your retirement plan in place. And what a better time? I mean, we're heading toward the end of the year. How about starting the new year with a plan? That's a Check. That's a resolution already done. 888-888-5601. We'll give you the number again in just a moment. Bruce, earlier I mentioned that Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos is doing something that I think a lot of us can relate to. He is taking his family. He's moving from Seattle all the way to Miami, Florida. (laughs) The reason he's doing that, or at least one reason, I mean, there are others, but he wants to be close to his parents.
0: Yeah. There's no question about that. That's one good reason. But, you know, the reason we're seeing in all of our professional advisor financial channels is the T word. It's Uh taxes, taxes, (laughs) taxes, taxes. taxes. He's just getting pounded in Washington state and it's a much more favorable tax environment for him in Miami.
1: But, you know, that brings up an important point about the sandwich generation. You know, he has children of his own that he still got in the household. Mm -hmm. And then you have parents. uh, We hear that they are his in their late 70s. So, you have the emotional part of raising children, you have the emotional part of aging parents and you're you're worried about that. And whether you're supporting them financially or not, you're still supporting them emotionally. And that's a lot as oh, you head is. into retirement. That's a lot.
0: It is. And the other thing too, you know, which they didn't really go to in this article, but I think I think it's very important is that the kids are going to be closer to the grandparents. Mm -hmm. Because obviously as as I age and and I become more mature and wisdom and hair whiter and things like that. But you know, the fact is there's just so much you can learn from that generation. And when they're gone, they're gone. You know, when the light switch is turned off, all that essence that was that person and all the knowledge they have that they could have shared and all the, the experiences and stories it dies with them that is such an amazing resource a very valuable resource they say emotional just kind of a, it's a nice buzzword but but i think the reality is is that you know if you can have your grandkids near you and be able to share things with them Bruce 5 and i had a stayover camping night and we put a tent in the in the living room and stuff and it was an absolute blast <laughs> I mean he, he couldn't tell his parents enough about how much fun he had with Pappy, you know and th- that's priceless you know you're not going to get that when the kids are in Seattle and you're in, in Miami. I mean, I think it's a good thing for a lot of reasons. And the thing is, no matter how much money you have, you can't buy memories. You can't buy happiness, you know, and it is the truth. If it's a tax maneuver. OK, that's great. But I think, you know, if truthfully, if the family element is one of the keys in this, I think it's the most important element, quite frankly.
1: I love that you touched me. You really did there because you are right. You are right. You cannot buy memories. That's for sure. Here is the number again for wealth care if you'd like to give them a call 888 888 5601. You know, Bruce, I was looking at a piece that Wells Fargo put out and they really equated your retirement to a bunch of puzzle pieces uh, dumped out on a table. And sometimes you can't see the big picture. I think that's kind of a duh analogy, obviously. But I think it's more than that. It gives you sort of an idea of how important it is to get those pieces all together and form a plan, which is what you talk about all the time, getting those pieces together. And maybe sometimes if you're trying to do it yourself, there's a piece missing. There's a big hole in the puzzle, but you just don't know what it is. (laughs)
0: Ladies and gentlemen, she's not scripted for this. She's got it going on. Say you had a puzzle that only had 10 or 12 or 14 pieces to the puzzle. And, you know, you started putting the puzzle together and found that that you only had three of the pieces. How much of a picture would you really have? Mm -hmm. And how much more complete would that picture be if you had five or if you had seven or if you had 10 or if you had all of them? That's exactly the key. When you work with somebody, it says, okay. Here's what all the pieces are that come together for this, but you know, that will fit your situation. And for example, say you have an account at Fidelity and you just talk to Fidelity, that's all you ever talk to because you're a do it yourself. There's nothing wrong with that, that works. But you're only talking about asset allocation. We see a lot of people, and I, I say, you know, okay, so are you taking advantage of an opportunity to actually protect a portion of your retirement wealth from any market losses, yet still have respectable upsides? Well, no, I don't have that. Okay, do you have a portion where, you know, if the market is down 5 or 10 or 15 or 20, you don't lose anything, but if it's down more than that, that's when you would begin at that point to lose, you know, 5% or something small. But, you know, so you have much more upside than downside. Do you have opportunities like that? And, And they're going, no. You know, so from an investment standpoint, what is it costing you? If you had the ability to reduce your risk exposure volatility by 20, 30, 40%, yet still have that same projected average return, where's the foul in that? You have a more consistent, a more durable portfolio. So there's, if you had one puzzle piece, which is asset allocation, but you didn't have wealth protection or wealth preservation puzzle pieces, your investment picture looks totally different. So that's three of the 12 primary opportunities that we try to find, you know, for most people. And again, the majority of them are tax-related. So if your person says, I don't give tax advice, and they give you that disclaimer, it's on every website, it's on everything they show you, we do not provide tax advice. But then they caution you. They, they give you a warning. They say, seek competent professional advice before making transactions because of all the other advantages and benefits. So how complete is your puzzle if you don't have all the pieces? We talked last week, um, you were asking about what's it like if somebody comes in and meets with us. A lot of people that get a chance to sit down with me and they say, you know, you really are the person on the radio. That's something I think you can't miss here is, Is I'm not just the guy talking on the radio. You know, you set an appointment, chances are I'm going to be in that appointment with you. So not only do you hear it on the radio, but it's like, you, know, you can look me in the eye and ask me anything you want. And there's a lot of value to that. But one thing I'm really proud of at Wealthcare is that we have so much upheaval in the employment In this country today banks insurance companies financial firms they're laying people off they're they're getting rid of people they're going to ai they're doing all these things but the people portion of the equation is getting very very weak and very fragmented the chances of you having the same advisor today 10 years from now 20 years from now is is pretty much gone the way of the dodo bird at Wealthcare, first of all we manage everything as a team you work with us as a team not just me individually kind of thing but bruce and chris have been here for 17 years and they are the heir parents to the firm so you have the security of saying i'm not going to change advisors because the bank got rid of that person and i have a new person who has different ideas you know you're going to get that consistency of planning of having that same approach to maximizing all the opportunities with a team that has been together for a long time. And you're gonna have that consistency of knowing you have a team that you can address things with, not an individual advisor. So from a personnel standpoint, that's a very big deal. And most people are looking for that. There, you know, we get a lot of calls from people saying, hey, my advisor's retiring and I don't want to just start with a new young advisor. You know, what options do we have with you guys? You know, that's, that's another benefit you get with Wealthcare. And there's very, very few firms in the country that can say that.
1: Continuity. Yeah. Yeah, here's the number for Wealthcare. It's 888-888-5601. That number's coming up in just a moment. But I want to let you know what's ahead. And that is an argument for reasonable optimism. We'll explain what that means. And in the U.S. News & World Report list of the best places to retire, one state wins the blue ribbon. We'll tell you which one coming up as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues.
2: Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare Investment Center. At Wealthcare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, Get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at Wealthcare.com. That's Wealthcare.com. That's com.
1: This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White, and Bruce Morgan Housel. That's not a a household name, but
0: he. I see what you did there. Okay.
1: (laughs) But he is an author, and he's written a book called The Psychology of Money. And one thing he says is, save like a pessimist and invest like an optimist. So I have a cut. He was on Yahoo Finance and, and he did an interview there. So he, here's what he had to say.
2: Reasonable optimism is the short term is a constant chain of surprises and setbacks and bear markets and recessions. But if you can survive and endure those, which is that's the big if, then for those who can stick around, the rewards are incredible. Like one other way to frame it is save like a pessimist and invest like an optimist.
1: Hmm. What do you think?
0: <laughs> He's kind of saying the same thing you hear from Warren Buffett and from a lot of people. He's hinging a lot of this on the idea of long term investing. Don't worry about the short term verbals, the long term will carry you. And I'll be honest with you, I have believed that most of my life, but there's some interesting data out there today. Like, for example, if you look at the SP 500 and you, you think of that as the economic backbone of America, that's all the different companies that really make up our economic structure. But, if you look at what's changing the value of the s and p, it's predominantly five big companies. Most of those companies don't even have a product. you know they're just service companies or they're data companies. you know, you got Netflix, you got Amazon, you got Microsoft, you got Apple. We talk about uh, chips, we talk about computers. But now, would we say Apple for the first time in their corporate history? computers are not their backbone some moved on to media and and Apple TV and the phones and everything these are the things that are driving the economy and driving the S&P 500 but also there are things that are luxuries you know, will you be able to buy that new iPhone every two years if the economic times get tough? So you have this daisy chain effect. You only have a limited number of companies that's really driving the upside of the market. And then if you take away capital spendable dollars and put tough economic times for the people that are buying those products, those services, then it becomes a big deal. So. It's another person speaking or writing a book, and and I get that. Nobody has a crystal ball (laughs) and can tell you. I think you should be cautious going forward, looking at the markets. Don't have over-expectations of the market. Don't look at the past and say, well, the way the past is, is the way the future will be. No, I don't believe that at all. I think that we have definitely gone past a pivot point where that is not the case. I think things will happen faster. I do think inflation will be higher than expected. The national debt is way, way out of control. One of the primary solutions there is raise taxes. You keep saying we want these services, we want these programs. Well, they have a cost, they have a price tag. If you want national defense, if you want social security, if you want these things, they've got to be paid for by something. They are not free. They don't fall off an apple tree. I get his approach, but I don't think it's, it's something that's going to get you to the finish line of retirement, put it that way.
1: Well, and we have to be careful, too, don't we, about being too ambitious in terms of, of investing when we're headed into those final years before retirement? Because can you really make it up if you do lose?
0: Well, the neat part is innovation. You don't have to be. There's no longer a reason to be. You know, if you back up 40 years ago, yeah, you know, if you wanted to invest, it was either individual stocks or the limited number of mutual funds that existed back then. Today, you've got, you know, 35,000 different mutual funds on on the mutual fund platform and so many other financial instruments. But there's a host of instruments are now accessible that were not accessible to the average clientele where, you know, you can put monies into investments that are tied directly to the upside of the S&P 500 and you'll get 100% of the up up of the S&P up to a very reasonable or high cap, but none of the downside or limited downside. So, you know, you don't have to take that risk to get greater return, you can actually reduce your risk and get respectable returns or even better returns than what you're doing now if you've got a substandard portfolio. We see that all the time. Almost total, when we survey clients and say, okay, if you had a choice between this portfolio X and portfolio Y, which is has an average return, maybe a half percent better, but it has 30% less risk, which would you choose? They say, give me the one with less risk if I can have the same opportunity for potential growth. And that's the key. So that's the strategy in building the, the portfolio because you know, I think Warren Buffett gives us our bellwether when he says, you know, look for portfolios that have more upside potential than downside potential. And if you do, that'll work about perfectly in helping your returns, his words. So in looking at that, If you have a portfolio of stocks and bonds or stock and bond mutual funds, what is the upside? You don't know. What is the downside? It's an unknown. You know, do you want to go from an unknown to a known? That's something we think is critical in building a portfolio.
1: Makes sense. 888-888-5601. That's the number. If you can want to call and connect with Bruce and the team at Wealthcare, you can do that right now. 888-888-5601. Talk more about this, about your individual retirement plan, because really it's all about you. 888-888-5601. Bruce, U.S. News and World Report has a new list of the best places to retire and the top five cities for overall scores are all in Pennsylvania. What? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I don't buy that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, they are. The top cities are Harrisburg. Okay. Okay. And then we have Reading, Lancaster, Scranton, Allentown. Each city was given a score from 1 to 10 on housing affordability and health care. So when we talk about health care, the top five cities are New York, Allentown, and then we have Lancaster, uh, Philly, Harrisburg. And then for housing affordability, Youngstown comes in on top, then Scranton.
0: I said at the beginning of the show, I hadn't seen this. And I'd have to really dig into this one because, I mean, if they're saying only from a healthcare affordability and housing affordability, yes. Right away, you lose a lot of your Phoenixes, your anything in California, Seattle. I mean, you lose just all those places for housing affordability without question. So I can see that. The healthcare affordability, yes. Quality of health care, I don't know that I would certainly agree. I mean, we have some good spots in PA, but but there's some really great facilities in other states. I don't really know what the limitations of the survey was. It's nice that it says Pennsylvania. I mean, one thing that's unique to Pennsylvania is that, you know, Pennsylvania is a commonwealth. And as such, we do not have an income tax on retirement income. So if you take $10,000 out of your IRA, you pay federal income tax, you pay no state income tax on that. So on a retirement income, you don't pay taxes. I think we are the number sixth or eighth largest concentration of retirees in America, in Pennsylvania. We have seasons. You don't have that in Florida.
1: (laughs) And it is (laughs) beautiful.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of wonderful reasons to be in Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and retire in Pennsylvania. But I find it incredible when you start saying best places to retire. And if you're saying in the United States and the top five are all in PA, a majority of them are in PA. That's a little bit iffy, I think.
1: <laughs> well, they only had the two real criteria there. It's the housing affordability yeah. and yeah. health care. But here's what's interesting. So if you look at the top 10 cities for health care affordability,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have a New York City on there at what? Number one. Yeah, But then when you look at housing affordability, New York City is nowhere on the list.
0: <laughs> oh, no question about it. Yeah, no question.
1: At least not on yeah, the top no 10. No question.
0: Yeah, and that, that's what it is. I think it's a very skewed survey. A lot of people, they listen to things. And, and we have gravitated, you know, I mean, this is, I think, a very unfortunate byproduct of COVID and the COVID years. We have become a an incredibly polarized society on Every topic. It doesn't matter what it is. Anyway, everybody has an opinion and they come in on a side. Nobody sits neutral anymore. Nobody sits on the fence about things. So we look to surveys that, that favor us. There are some surveys that will favor people from different walks of life. And, you know, is the survey data really that useful as it applies to all citizens, regardless of, of you know, race, creed, color, age, you know, whatever, whether you're retired or not? These surveys, I mean, I've I just, truth, I've lost faith in most of them. I think they're just people picking up the phone and making phone calls. They probably have AI doing it for them, you know?
1: <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> and, and we know how accurate AI is, so, yeah.
1: One thing that I think is so interesting is that as you get older, some people get more set in their ways, and they think what they think, and that's it. But others become a little more open and want to hear the opposing argument, want to hear what other people have to say. And if you're one of those people who you've been listening to us for a while, and you're saying, you know what, I'd like to hear more about what Bruce has to say, because this guy knows a lot, and I want to know what he knows. Well, you can call Wealthcare. It's 888-888-5601. And I bet, Bruce, there are a lot of people who have been you know, listening and saying, you know, one day I'm going to call him.
0: Oh, I think there's a lot of people. And, and, you know, and we hear that all the time. We had one uh, last week. Uh, It was very interesting. The husband is the listener to the show. The wife has never heard the show. So we had our appointment and I got near the end of my presentation. And I said, uh, so what are your thoughts? Any questions? And she looked at her husband. She says, yeah, I want to know why we weren't here 10 years ago. (laughs) And It was like, oh, boy. okay, that was fun, you know. If you say, look, I'm getting absolutely doing everything I can possibly do. There's nothing else can be done for me. Then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you say, you know, look, I hear this stuff and, and, you know, I, I don't have tax planning and that is a big concern of mine, then pick up the phone. If you say, I am worried about the stability of the future markets and, and you know, I don't want to be on the same ride that I was on, you know, during the, the COVID crash or during 08, you know, and what what can be done to kind of shore up my portfolio to, to keep what I have, you know, hold on to the shekels I have and have some gains when I can, but, but retain the wealth that I have so that I have it there for my retirement, for my lifestyle needs, pick up the phone and call. That's what we do. And I rarely ever, maybe once a year, do I sit down with somebody, and we go through everything, and they're kind of going, yep, I have all that stuff in place. One person out of all of our appointments all year long, most people are going, I didn't know this. I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know that was available. That's These are the things we hear all the time, and that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it rewarding for us to do what we do at Wealthcare because we know we are truly serving a need that is out there that people don't have these things. And, if, again, if you don't have all those opportunities then there's no way to get to the maximum value of your retirement nest egg. That's the key.
1: That is the key. And here's the number. It's 888-888-5601. We want to thank you for joining us today for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. Have a great week.
2: What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your nest egg's financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth our proven strategies can help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets reduce your retirement taxes and build a more durable plan for your retirement income we look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health so take a deep breath give us a call and let us give you a fresh diagnosis because managing your wealth can be just as important as managing your health If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online. That's wealth, K-A-R-E, Dot com.
3: Advisory services offered through the Wealthcare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the Wealthcare investment center